Welcome to the Social Innovator Podcast. It's your host, Jay Michelle, the Social Innovator. On today's show, The Hustle Effect, with our guest, Narcisse James, we will discuss how to overcome obstacles as entrepreneurs, the importance of self-confidence, self-awareness, and networking, as well as how to handle competition. I hope you're ready. Let's jump in. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. I'm so excited to have Narcisse James with us on this week's podcast. She is a creative and brand strategist who is all about the hustle and the grind. She also has her own business called Coffee and Hustle. So we're sitting outside enjoying the weather, talking, and she's going to tell you a little bit about her business. So tell us a little bit about what Coffee and Hustle is. All right, so Coffee and Hustle is for the grinders, game changers, and goal getters. This is a creative agency for the creatives. We handle brand strategy, graphic design, public relations, and event activations. We pretty much help you shoot your shot. We help you create the brand experience that people can fall in love with. Yes, I love that. So what drew you to marketing and brand management? What made you feel like this is what I want to do? It was actually a long road for me trying to discover what I wanted to do. I wanted to do so much, but I couldn't really pick. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I went to school for marketing, and I ended up dropping out. I wasn't there. I didn't want to go to college at that point. Um, So then I went to hair school because I wanted to be your favorite stylist. (laughs) That didn't work out. Dropped out of there. So then after that, oh, I was going to be a fashion stylist. I was going to dress people. That didn't work. And it wasn't until my dad got sick in 2014, and I knew that it was time that I got serious about something. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew that he was dying, and I knew that it was time for me to actually live for somebody other than myself. You know, I really wanted to impress him. I wanted to make him proud. So I really got serious. I started researching what was next. Mm -hmm. I had to make a life for myself, you know. I couldn't just have him as my crutch. Right. And I started researching on Google, and I found public relations. It was something with the people. Um, It allowed me to be creative. I had to read. I love reading. English is my favorite subject. So when I found public relations and I saw that they make around 80000 a year, I was like, yeah, okay, this is this is what <laughs> this I'm going to do. For me. <laughs> yes. So, um, but the thing about it was when I first got into it, I was seeing all the glitz and glam mm-hmm. that was involved and not the work that really goes into the day-to-day but still I love what I do so it all works out in the end I can definitely agree with what you said especially about all of the hard work it takes to get to where you want to be and sometimes we don't notice that when we look at other people's lives we just think that it came easy you know because I know for me just doing my podcast and stepping out in my brand I've noticed that it is a lot of hard work it's a lot of preparing and things like that and so I can't judge my walk based on anybody else's progression or anybody else's brand or anybody else's walk that they've done on their journey so that brings me to my next question what has been some of your biggest obstacles while building your brand and your business I would say the biggest obstacle would definitely have to be adjusting to entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, you don't see the bags under people's eyes. You don't see the ramen noodles that they eat. You don't see the hot and spicy, the many nights of hot and spicy. Like, all you see is the steak. You see these flawless images that they have on their pages. These Instagram entrepreneurs will do any and everything to get you to buy into what they're selling. And... We don't get to see the struggle before they actually succeed. Right. See, I went from having a study, a steady income, uh, a great job, working at the post office, but I wasn't happy at all. 
the first three months of me quitting my job, I was broke with two kids to feed. But I knew I had to get out there, sending out pitches, sliding in DMs. I had to make it happen. Right. So since you went from having a great job to working on your own, have you ever thought about going back to it? Or did you feel like this was the best thing for you? Like the best option was for you to work for yourself and no one else? All right. So, of course, I thought about going back. I thought about getting a job, but I felt like it wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Since I had my kids, I feel like my life was just me making sure that they were comfortable. And as a parent, that's what you do. You know, you have to make sure that your kids are straight. But I never took the time out to actually ask if I'm straight. Am I okay? You know, Um, and I would see my fiance and he's handling the bills and taking care of everything and doing a great job, if I must say. But I wanted to help him because men, they don't always express their feelings. They don't always express when they need help. Mm-hmm. or when they're hurting or anything like that so me knowing you know like I need to help him I need to help him out you know and seeing that my income wasn't as steady as it once was I was like maybe I do need to get a job but I was finally happy you know right. I was finally enjoying what I do and in love with the work that I was doing to the point of it didn't feel like work yeah and I knew like searching indeed I was searching and couldn't find anything And it wasn't that the jobs weren't there. It was just I wasn't there looking for a job. Yeah. I just was in the back of my mind like, I need to help my man. I need to help him out. I have kids to feed, you know. But it's all about praying and making sure that your relationship with God is real strong. Because you got to have faith more than you have fear. Yeah, that's good. So I know all of that had to be stressful and really challenging. So how important is self-confidence and self-awareness as it pertains to being an entrepreneur and a businesswoman? Self-care is huge. I mean, people, a lot of people are not going to believe in you starting out, you know. They're just going to see, oh, that's her. She started her little business. And you see it as, this is my baby. This is my brand. And they're looking at you like you just have a new hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you don't believe in yourself, then how could you expect somebody else to? Not only self-confidence, but self-care as well. Don't be... Don't ever be so booked and busy that you don't take care of yourself. Right. Because um, you can't pour from an empty cup. So how can you give your all to something if you have nothing left to give? That's very true. And I can definitely agree with that because I feel like sometimes we focus so much on the grind and getting things done that we can neglect ourselves. Because I know for me, I deal heavily with anxiety. And it's like I always want things to be perfect. Like, It's just like, if it ain't perfect, I'm stressing out, I'm freaking out, but I'm learning that I have to pace myself and I have to be patient with myself and know that everything that's going to happen will happen in due timing. So how has that really become your mind frame? Like, what point did you get to that you start to realize, like, self-care is important? I realized self-care was important when I started having these uncontrollable panic attacks. Yeah. When I started just being so exhausted that I couldn't do anything for myself, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I would have work to-do lists forever long, and none of it would get done, not even the smallest task on the list. And that's when I realized, like, you have to set boundaries. You can't just let your clients feel that any hour of the day is acceptable for them to be accessible. I mean, for you to be accessible to them. Yeah. So once you start setting those off times, those don't call my phone after 9 p.m., like, and really get back to taking care of yourself, you can start progressing. You can start evolving and growing in your business. Not only your personal brand, your 
business, like, it's endless. Yeah. I can definitely agree with that. So another question, how important is networking skills and how did you really step out of your comfort zone to start networking with other people? Was it just like an in-person networking or you were just everywhere in DMs, in text messages? How did you really start that? As far as networking, it's so important, especially in this business. You have to put yourself out there. You got to. Like, that's the only way you're going to make anything out of yourself. People have to know who you are to support you. Um, I remember I used to be so shy. Like, I would not even leave the house. I would put all these events on my calendar, and guess who wouldn't show up? But scare money, don't make no money. <laughs> and we hear that all the time, and it's so true. So what I started doing, actually, I would write my kids' name on a stack of business cards. I put their names on a sticky note. And whenever I would go out, that was my reminder that I had to show up. Like, Narcisse James had to be in the building representing for Coffee and Hustle because I have these two kids looking up to me and counting on me to make things happen for them. So I kind of use my kids as my push, my motivation to get out there and network, to meet new people. And sometimes it's online. Sometimes I'm just, hey, how you doing? Or leaving a heart under somebody's picture. Or it's me walking up and introducing myself at maybe I'm out to dinner now. Like I've gotten so much more confident and comfortable in meeting new people. So, yeah. And I know for me, I can be such an introvert sometimes, but sometimes I could be an extrovert. It just depends, but I'm more of a person, like I previously said, that just looks around the room trying to scan and things like that. So I'm learning that it is very important to network with people. Like, I just asked you, could you be on my podcast right, type right. thing? And it's just like, I'm learning that that's how you build your brand your brand is made up of you and people like mm -hmm. you can't do it on your own so I'm really learning that it is very 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 important to network with other people wait can I add something right yeah. there? networking with other people a lot of people think like starting their own business they try to go to the heavy hitters the real game changers who way above them you know but you really got to network with the people around you yeah the people that starting small businesses too because like you said you starting your part your podcast out and I'm really new to Coffee and Hustle so like you reached out to me people should reach out to people who have the same target goal yeah you know instead of trying to reach up to people that might not even respond to your DM or your email yeah and then you end up getting discouraged yeah. you know like well maybe I'm not supposed to be doing this but it's not that you're not supposed to be doing it it's just you got to find different ways to get your goal accomplished yeah and also networking with the right people like you said it's not that um it's not your purpose to do it but maybe God is starting you off with something small like right. and not saying the people that you're working with was small but he's trying to see if you can be consistent can you handle this? yeah can you be consistently networking with the people right. that's in your reach and I, I really feel that because a lot of times we do try to go way above our heads and it's like but if you're building each other y'all will all grow y'all all gonna be the ones at the top right. one day and you can't do that without each other well I see of course you should always dream big but I like to tell people, dream big and start small. Yeah. And that's how you're going to get there. You know, yeah. it's all about taking those actionable steps to reach the big goal. Yeah. So with that being said, do you think that oftentimes people that are in your reach are oftentimes overlooked or people that are close to you or may go to school with you and things like that when they're starting off being business owners and things? Do you think that 
they are overlooked a lot of times. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. And I would say that because people always want to go to professional or something, not realizing that the professional or anything was once a beginner. Yeah. Like, you don't start off just knowing how to do something. Mm-hmm. You have to teach yourself. You have to learn. You have to practice. Mm-hmm. And people just go to this person way down the street when their neighbor knows how to do it. Yeah. And can be the best person for the job, but you're trying to think, oh, well, I'm better than that. Yeah. You have to really humble yourself in business. Yeah. That's good. I can definitely agree with that, too. And then, being that you are a business owner, there's always going to be competition and things like that. So how do you handle competition and competitors? Because sometimes people be competing with you and you don't even know it. So how do you handle your competition? Then how do you handle competitors? All right. So the way that I see it, I'm my competition. Mm -hmm. So when you look in the mirror, you need to try to be better than that person. Um, That's your goal. That's your only competition. You are the best project that you could ever work on. So you have to remind yourself that you got the juice. You yeah. popping. Um, I could give you all the ebooks, the mentors, but this creativity, this head on my shoulders, you can never have that. Yeah. You know, you're not built like me. We can have the exact same idea, but the game plans will be totally different. We yeah. can have the same resources, but the execution won't be the same. Yeah. And you just have to remind yourself that goes into self-confidence like we talked on before. Yeah, that definitely ties in with that self-confidence and just knowing, like you said, that you are the Jews. Like you are, And I feel like sometimes people may get discouraged when they start. Well, you will get discouraged when you start competing oh, you with other people because you will feel like whatever you're doing is never enough. Like you're right. never enough and things like that. And so that's my whole goal with helping people, men and women, to know like you are enough. Whatever you do is enough. And especially in the business world because mm-hmm. – like, people can get famous so fast, and oh, yes. you can Overnight. really feel like, man, I ain't doing nothing. Like, so it is important to, like you said, only compete with yourself. That's the only healthy thing to do. And see, and that's kind of how I found my niche, too. Mm-hmm. Because I was trying to recreate my entire life, the way I walked, the way I talked, the way I dressed, even down to the food I ate, yeah. looking at people on Instagram and their brands and seeing their success. Um, I would see these, you know, the fancy templates and yeah. these quotes, you know, with their brand colors. And I'm like, oh, it's popping over there. But I had to realize, oh, it's popping over here, too. You yeah. know, um, when I started putting Narcisse James into my brand, as opposed to trying to put everybody else and what they was doing in my brand, people started flocking to me. You yeah. know, like by the busload, people started supporting what I had going on. Um, I would see an increase in my followers, my comments, my engagement through the roof now because they see me as a person. You know, my brand has so much more personality because I put all my personality into it. Yeah. As opposed to just a cut and dry, you know, I'm I'm about to see another quote today. Yeah. You know? That's good. So, since you said that, how important is it for you or for any individual to be reachable and show people their lives because I know a lot of times people will be like well I'm just trying to be professional I'm just trying to um just show my brand but they lack showing their real life day-to-day walk with people and I feel like sometimes that can make people who starting after you feel like they'll never be able to live out their dream because they can't truly be themselves so how important especially on social media is it to really show your real life show your 
sometimes you may not want to show your family. You may have certain limitations and things like that. But just showing you being a person, how important is that? I mean, you really have to humanize your brand. If you want somebody to connect to you and your brand, if you want people to really spend coins with you, you need to show them who you really are. Because people, they'll give money to a person before they just give money to a brand. You know, um, when I show my kids on Instagram, that's when my engagement goes through the roof. I mean, granted, I have cute kids, if I must say so. <laughs> but when they see my babies, that's when they come because... I'm a mom, you know, they see that. I'm not just a businesswoman. You know, I have all, I'm a comma entrepreneur, if you will. Uh, fiance, entrepreneur, student, mom, comma, comma, comma. Like, yeah. they see that anybody could do this, you know? And I, when I say anybody could do this, I don't mean, like, it's easy. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, an everyday individual can succeed in life and be good at it and be good in whatever they want to do. When I first got pregnant with my son, I always would hear that, oh, your life is over now. And I'm just every day giving them this black girl magic, letting them know that, you know, life didn't end. Yeah. It just started over because yeah. now I got to grind harder, you know. Yeah. So you really have to show them who you are. Yeah, it's so good. So how important is consistency in a brand? Like, is it a little important? Is it the most important thing? Because I feel like some people just don't get it. They don't. <laughs> they really don't. You have to be consistent in your messaging. Everything you need to put out has to connect. Like, you really need to sit down and decide on who your target audience is. I mean, make up characters if you need to, mm -hmm. you know. You need to know what she work, what she like, what she watch on TV, how many kids she has. Right. You know, you really need to know all about these people that you're trying to target so you can know exactly what you need to say, how you need to say it, what things might be offensive to them. Um, and not only that, if you get a good graphic designer, stick with that graphic designer yeah. because that person is going to know your brand just like you know your brand. They're going to know what colors you use, what fonts you use. They're going to know how to continuously put out the same message effectively, and that's what you need. Um, and even with posting, like, if you post once a week, you got to consistently post once a week. Yeah. If you post every single morning, people going to look for that. Like for the Coffee and Hustle page. I post on our Instagram every single morning. Mm -hmm. I got to say good morning to my grinders every single morning. And people look for that. You know, that's their morning motivation sometimes. So you, if you want to build your brand, if you really want to do this, and it's not just a hobby for you, you have to be consistent. Because people checking for you. Right. So speaking of grinding, I see that you've been on your grind. So what's next? I'm showing up more. I want to get away from this laptop lifestyle. You know, it's just me, my laptop, and my coffee all the time. Yeah. So I'm attending more events. I'm hosting more events. I'm planning these client launches. Like, we just getting out there and getting in people's face. Um, speaking of that, Dear Mama is coming up. Yes. Dear Mama is next Friday. And you can just expect that to be lit. Like, Anya and I, Afro Mama Can, we wanted to bring an event to Baton Rouge that has never been done before. Like, it's Mother's Day weekend, and typically you'll see something like a brunch or a tea party or something like that. Something real predictable. So, we wanted to, with our non-traditional millennial moms, right. we wanted to bring something new. Bring something fun, you know. Um, so this is going to be a real turn up. We got trap bingo, cocktails. We have DJ Legatron Prime spinning and food by Chef Day. I mean, her name is Savage Life Day on Instagram. <laughs> so you know it's going to be popular. Right. Um, we just want to have a whole vibe. 
like she says in the messaging all the time, it's a vibe, you know? Well, I would definitely be at the event. So tell the people where they can reach you at and follow you at. All right, you can reach me at Narcisse James on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, um, N-A-R-C-I-S-S-E. My mom thought she was the creative one. <laughs> or Coffee and Hustle, too. So Coffee X Hustle on all social media platforms. And you can get your Dear Mama tickets at dearmamabr.eventbrite.com. So I hope to see you there. Yes. Well, thank you guys for listening in and taking time out of your busy schedules to listen to my podcast. As you know, you can reach me at it's J Michelle on Instagram, J Michelle on Facebook, and also at my email address connect.jmichelle at gmail.com. And don't forget, pray, grind, eat.